Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Welcome in. Live right here on SportsGrid. It is game time decisions on a Thursday night. We've got Thursday night football Rams, Saints, L.A., New Orleans, big one, no doubt about it. In the NFC postseason race, we'll hit that not only here on game time, but of course with pro football today starting at 7 p.m. Eastern right here. Myself, Donnie, right side, and Joe Lisi. In the meantime, we will cover the world. College basketball will get you a quick pick, a starter. In fact, I'm actually going to break the rules. I probably shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do this. I'm going straight to the quick pick. Forgive me, just in case, because I believe it's a 6 o'clock tip with the Bluegrass Battle, Kentucky and Louisville. I'm going DJ Wagner over 12 and a half points. Five-star recruit for Cal and Kentucky was supposed to be the lead man. A little bit of a slow start. We know Antonio Reeves is a big piece of this puzzle here but DJ Wagner starting to come into his own against North Carolina was great for that team with 14 points team high 14 field goal attempts and a team high 35 minutes he picked up an injury against Miami prior to that though he had 22 points and 28 points between games with St. Joseph's and Marshall both better defenses than what they'll face tonight in Louisville believe it or not give me the DJ Wagner over 12 and a half points. I'm also going to play big man Aaron Bradshaw. Look, if you've been following me on Twitter at the Kevin Walsh, you know, uh, I think that this kid has juice here. And I think Calipari agrees. The over 10 and a half points prop does not feel adjusted enough. This is a legitimate battle, a big time rivalry. Cal's going to play his guys a ton of minutes even though it's a 13-point spread. If you are betting a side in that game, would look towards Louisville, but playing props here with my favorite being DJ Wagner over 12.5 points tonight. Louisville, Kentucky, that game should be tipping off within the next 10 minutes. Our radio audience in the fold, appreciate all those stopping by with us right here on Sports Grid, Sirius XM, Channel 159. I'm Kevin Walsh. Going over the quick pick, but now we go back to the prime time tonight, the big ideas and the big game, which is, of course, L.A. and New Orleans. Four, four-and-a-half point line tonight, depending on which side you're looking to back. There were certainly some three-and-a-halves out there earlier today on the Rams, so this number's continued to climb in their favor with Stafford and Cup playing good ball. They've been hot off their bye. Their lone loss to the Ravens on the road in OT covered in that football game. So there's plenty of love for the Rams in the market. I don't think enough love for the Saints, though. They've been playing better ball than I think people realize. And I think that's reflected a bit in the line. Your total tonight here, 45 and a half. And this one's certainly going to have a big impact in that NFC playoff picture, as we talked about. Now, the Rams are not in contention to win their division. The Niners have already clinched that, the top seed overall in the conference. The Rams, though, are going to be rooting in the Niners, in fact, the rest of the way, hoping that when L.A. goes up against the Niners in Week 18, that San Fran is resting starters, get a chance to tee off on Sam Darnold, potentially, as opposed to the current MVP favorite, Brock Purdy. And the Rams right now at 7-7 seven and seven with a win tonight would feel good. Vikings, same exact uh, record right now. Same with Seattle, who pulled off the upset victory on Monday night against the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't point to New Orleans because their path does feel a bit different. They can win their division, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers right now, owning the tiebreaker at 7-7. Seven and seven. Tampa and New Orleans play next week. Decent schedule spot for the Saints that they're coming off the mini-buy. But that game is in Tampa. So Tampa already winning in New Orleans 
this season. Division tiebreakers right now shine a little bit more favorably on the Bucs. Conference tiebreakers as well. It is not insane to call tonight's game must-win territory for the New Orleans Saints because, again, a loss, not just this division race, but this is already crowded here. Of course, would put LA up to 8-7. and seven. Seahawks are favorites this week as well. All stuff to keep your eye on with that NFC playoff picture, which, by the way, a quick note, just because I haven't been with you guys here since the Monday loss for Philly to Seattle, if the playoffs started today, Dallas is the two, Philly is the five. But if the Eagles win out the way all the tiebreakers will work, will work out, they win the division. They are, assuming kind of some stuff with Detroit here, Philly is the two seed. But again, more importantly, they win the division. So keep that in mind for anybody who's out there trying to get involved and bet any NFC futures. Don't be too misguided by seeing Philly right now in the five spot. They are current division favorites for a reason. Let's back out of the NFL here, transition over to the NBA tonight. Interesting slate here on a Thursday. It was a packed Wednesday slate as per. So we have plenty of back-to-back -back spots here. Maybe game of the night, though, could be Detroit and Utah. 24-game losing streak. And now the Pistons are favorites at home. Cade Cunningham and crew trying to snap the streak against the Jazz on the second leg of a back-to-back. -back. Utah yesterday losing in Cleveland. It feels very now or never certainly for Detroit. I believe I heard yesterday someone tell me the record 28 consecutive losses. Detroit to, uh, trying to avoid that. That does put Cleveland on the second leg of a back-to-back. -back, banged up as can be. Donovan Mitchell misses his second in a row. Garland and Mobley out for a wild. It has New Orleans laying a number in that spot. Spurs uh, and Bulls. Clippers, okay, see, should be a really fun game. Clips right now, red hot, five and a half, or excuse me, Five and a half point dog despite the nine game winning streak on the second leg of a back to back. We're waiting to find out about whether or not Paul George is going to play. Pacers Grizzlies here. Memphis gets John Morant back a couple of nights ago in New Orleans. 34 8 and 6 in his first game back. Just a brilliant performance from Ja. Game winning buzzer beater as well provides juice to the Grizz the return game in Memphis with it with the total and everything how about a points prop already over 30 how about a welcome back for John Morant Orlando tries to bounce back got smashed last night at home in a good schedule spot against Miami interesting no LeBron tonight for the Los Angeles Lakers against the Minnesota Timberwolves that has the Lakers positioned as a near double digit dog against Minnesota who we're going to get into more in a minute and then an awful game here between Washington and Portland why do I say we're going to get into Minnesota a little bit more new league MVP favorite thanks to the Minnesota Timberwolves best record in basketball entering last night going into Philadelphia on about a three and a half point line in favor of the Sixers and the idea was maybe they could step up and stop Joel Embiid not even close the defensive player of the year favorite is Rudy Gobert the league MVP favorite is Joel Embiid because of what he did to Rudy Gobert. 51 points for Embiid, 12 rebounds, and a 14-point victory against Minnesota. Embiid underneath 2-1 to one to win league MVP. Straw poll comes out early from ESPN, and it says that if it ended today, JoJo would repeat as a back-to-back -back MVP, though... If Embiid stays the favorite, why I think that is key, is it keeps open everybody, not just Jokic. If Jokic was having a runaway, I think it'd be hard to push him off. Most people believe he's the best player in the world, and people would love to get him another MVP this season. There's a section of the NBA community that believes he was robbed last year. Respectfully, get over it. You're dealing in a lot of hypocrisy. But because I don't think they are desperate to vote for Embiid, Luca, SGA, Giannis, all absolutely live here. Bottom of the barrel stuff. I'm not sure who could really crash in. Records aren't great, but SGA, Giannis, Luca could get in the mix. We go through the full card next, right here on Sports Grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. 
It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back in. We're live to right here on Sports Grid. It is game time decisions. We're making a couple ourselves right now. Uh, Lakers, a little shorthanded, no LBJ. Is it a D-Lo revenge spot? What, you weren't expecting a little Laker talk off the bat here? You wanted to go L.A. Rams? Fine, so be it. But we are going to take D'Angelo Russell over 26 and a half points, rebounds, and assists in that game. I've got two other NBA picks. We'll get to those. Uh, as we said, just in case, I don't know if we have tipped already on the college shot. I do want to double check for the people uh, in case there's a chance you could still get in. You can't. Uh, Kentucky, Louisville, they don't do live player props, but uh, we are on over 12 and a half points, DJ Wagner, as well as an over 10 and a half points for Aaron Bradshaw on the Kentucky side. Early lead for Louisville. We'll follow that one uh, throughout the night here, though, on the show. Uh, And I might as well just clean out the other end of the college side. Bowl game tonight here between Syracuse and South Florida. Bowl season took a break last night. Back in full effect here, though, with the Boca Raton Bowl in Florida. Syracuse is dropping with their favorite status. I'm seeing this number now uh, down at three. Almost unanimously, it looks. Wasn't earlier three and a half uh, on the day, but only one more of those sitting out in the market right now. Total for this game, 55 and a half. Anywhere you look, I'm going to lay the number with Syracuse. I know a lot of folks tonight are trying to get involved with South Florida. I get it. Byron Brown playing in the game is an explosive runner, and the Cuse rush defense has struggled. But when people are talking absences here on the season, you have a banged-up offensive line entering this game for the Bulls. I think their rush attack could suffer. I expect next to no throwing, really, from the South Florida side of it here. And you can try and attack this Syracuse defense if you want. South Florida is one of the worst in all of college football here. I understand we're going with QB3, losing Garrett Schrader, the biggest upset, of course, their starting quarterback this year, who has been good for the Orange for a while. But this is South Florida team that averages almost 35 points per game allowed to their opponents here tied for the ninth most in all of college football I think Hughes can do enough offensively and I think their defense can step up more than people are anticipating Syracuse 4-1-1 one one against the spread when booked as a favorite this season give me Syracuse laying a field goal here on the college football side of things pro football side of it I'm back in the Saints plus four and a half little surprised at the conversation I've heard heading into this game. I mean, you tell me. Has, I mean, have you found anybody on the Saints before you tuned into this show? Number down to mostly a four right now in most spots. Everybody. To, Rams, Rams, Rams. I get it. The Rams are playing well. But so are the Saints. So are the Saints. The New Orleans Saints have won their last two games 52-12. to 12. I get it at home, Carolina, New York, Giants. I get it. But 52-12 is 52-12 no matter who you play. And this is a Saints team with pedigree. This is a Saints team who absolutely needs this game. No, you know, and we'll talk more pro football today with, with Donnie Rideside, of course. But Donnie's talking about how uh, the Rams need it way more than New Orleans. Strong disagree. I mean, I mean, this is playoff caliber tonight with both teams absolutely needing this game here. So with what I think is a better defense 
in New Orleans. I think Derek Carr tonight getting Chris Olave back. First time in a long time, he's going to have Olave and Shahid. And I know Shahid isn't a heralded name within this New Orleans offense, but to have your number one in Olave and then your deep threat like Shahid, it brings challenges to, again, a Rams defense that I think is very vulnerable. That game against the Browns was much closer than the spread indicated, okay? The, I know they played well against Baltimore. It was still a loss. They let Washington wake it up late in that game. You go back to the game against Seattle, that was a win, no cover as a two-and-a-half-point favorite here. And Seattle missed a would-be walk-off field goal. I think the Rams are, are good. I think they could be dangerous in the postseason. I think your number's inflated tonight here, though. Getting four-and-a-half, 7-3 game I'm covering. I like that with New Orleans here. Prop style on the Saints side of it. Derek Carr over a longest completion prop of 34-and-a-half is going to be the number for me on the Saints that I like. Look, the Carr hit rate on this has rotated. Coming off of a loss, I don't mind. Again, bounce-back spots are real. But as always, it's about the opponent. And the Rams are 5-for-5 five five and allowing opposing QBs to hit this number since coming off of their bye. Again, playing overall better football than they were prior to it, but still the defense allowing that long pass, long pass. Six consecutive quarterbacks have hit this in seven out of eight. With Olave and Shahid back, I really like this Derek Carr over. My favorite bet tonight in the NFL is Kyron Williams over 17 and a half receiving yards. This is where it is just such a buy low spot. It's absolutely perfect. So Kyron Williams in his last two games has two receiving yards on eight catches on 11 targets. That, that is almost impossible. It, it, is, it is almost unbelievable that that type of volume for Kyron Williams, who's having a great season, right? Red hot. He has two yards on eight catches in two weeks. On 11 targets, here's the best part. The two weeks prior, 85 receiving yards on nine catches, 11 targets. So you see it right there. This current two-week run for Kyron Williams, same exact workload as the two prior weeks and an 83-yard difference. This is bottom market here on Kyron Williams. I know Saints have been solid against the running backs out of the backfield. 17 and a half is a low number. I get the five targets that I'm expecting for Kyron Williams. He breaks one at least, if not multiple, and goes over 17 and a half receiving yards tonight. And then the NBA. I've had some additions since we've been going. At, look, this is kind of the reality that we're in right now with game time decisions and the way, especially when we get these Get, you know, full back-to-back -back slates. We just did the breakdown for you on the open, right? How many back-to-backs did we have to acknowledge? It felt like a countless amount. Timberwolves-Lakers is a big one. I understand the look on the Anthony Davis numbers tonight uh, without LeBron James, but for me, the look is D'Angelo Russell. D'Lo has played twice this year without LeBron. Same with AD. LeBron's only missed the two games. D'Angelo Russell with double-digit assists in both of those games. And his rebounding numbers have been solid. So there was a little bit of a temptation to do rebounds plus assists. But I did play the PRA at 26 and a half. If you go back to last season, D'Lo was averaging 20 points per game as a Laker without LeBron. That's not been as much the case this season. His points prop tonight is about 16 and a half, I think, uh, in that range. I like that it's a revenge spot against Minnesota. I like that D'Lo is in a major bounce back spot, which he absolutely is here, uh, coming off of a really, really bad game the other night against the Chicago Bulls. A lot of chatter around D'Lo being traded for Zach Levine, which we know he didn't step up in that spot. I think he steps up without LeBron. Paolo Bencaro, I'm going to play him over 32 and a half PRA. Smashed this number against the Bucs already this season with a 28-12-5 game. Major bounce-back spot off of a 2-for-12 shooting night against the Miami Heat last night here. And while the back-to-back -back is somewhat concerning, the bounce-back spot outweighs it. Last two times we saw Palo go out there coming off of a horrible game, which he is. 36-10-1, and 28-13-7. Obviously well clear of a 32.5 PRA number that I think is too low tonight. And then one of my favorite NBA bets all season long. Narrative, narrative, narrative. What is the narrative tonight in Grizzlies Pacers? It is John Morant to the moon. And I get it. The Pacers can't defend. Jaws back home. 30 and a half points. Do you feel like you're getting value on that? I don't think so. 
46 and a half PRA. It is his second game back against the fastest team in the league. I'm not saying he can't get there. I tweeted out the other night he might score 50 in this game, and he might. But I don't think you're getting value. Where you're getting value tonight is Tyrese Halliburton, who has just as much of a narrative heading into this game to me as Ja. All of a sudden, Pacers not playing the best ball. A lot of comments, oh, job, much better than Halliburton. Proved it right away, night one back. This is a point guard head-to-head -head that I think Halliburton is going to take serious. And here is what Tyrese has done playing on the second leg of back-to-backs this season. 43-12-2, and 29-10-6, 33-16-3. He averages 45 PRA on the road this year. Halliburton goes off in Memphis. We'll be right back here on Game Time Decisions. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with you right here on Game Time Decisions. I am your host, Kevin Walsh. It is a Thursday night here on Sports Grid. Joined by Joe Madden now. Get an opportunity to talk a little Thursday night football as well as another major slate of NHL hockey here. Joe, how are you feeling on a Thursday? I'm feeling good. I think there's so many opportunities to make some money tonight. I'm excited for everything happening out on the ice. And, of course, this Thursday night football game. Looks like we're in for a good one. Yeah, and it's definitely an important game, uh, which I think makes us feel a little more comfortable as backers, knowing you're going to get both teams' best effort here uh, in this spot. So let's start there, uh, Joe, on a side in this game, which is really important for the NFC race. Are you trusting one team over the other? Yeah, I'm really trusting in the Saints here to become – be able to come out and cover the spread. I just think it's too many points here, Kevin. Like you said, both of these teams still with playoff hopes alive, and I do think that it's going to be a back-and-forth battle. Now, I know who the Saints have beaten those last couple of weeks, and it hasn't been pretty with wins over the Panthers and then the Giants last week, but I look at how they played versus the Lions, and yes, three weeks ago versus the Lions, the Lions got up huge in that first quarter, and the Saints were able to rally back, still lost that game, but they made it tighter at the end. And I do think we'll see this team come out just so strong defensively. These teams are complete opposites, in my opinion. You've got such a solid defense here of the Saints. And then you have a Rams team that's able to put those points up on the board. This team has got mm -hmm. 28 or more points in their last, what, three or four games out there in each of them. So I do think the Saints defense has to be spot on tonight, really contain this team. But I do think they can cover with those points. I know there's fours out there now. I grabbed it plus a three and yep. a half. And I'm confident in this. I think the Saints defense. But you look at Derek Carr as well. Derek Carr. I don't know why people have such hate on him. And yes, he does make mistakes. But I think he can do enough. He had three passing touchdowns the last week out. Yeah, I think the Saints are being a little overlooked as well, Joe, heading into the game. When you consider, 
I know their last two games are against the Giants and the Panthers, but 52 to 12 is the score of those games combined. What more do you want? And I think there is value uh, on them here in this spot. Uh, moving off of the side, though, into the props market tonight, uh, mentioning Derek Carr. How are you going to look to back the Saints signal caller? Yeah, you got to look at Derek Carr for over on his passing touchdowns. That number at one and a half, I think, is just too low, and you're getting beautiful plus money for him to throw two passing touchdowns. I do think looking at the defense here of the Rams, I think they've got a couple holes in their secondary, and I do think we can see Derek Carr really expose that. I think some big plays come out of him for those passing touchdowns. So over the one and a half passing touchdowns, he had three last week versus the Giants, and he does have 16 passing touchdowns on the season and last mm -hmm. week versus the Giants no interceptions so he's not making as many mistakes and I don't know why everyone's always circled Derek Carr as making those mistakes but I guess it's because when he makes them they're pretty bad they are but I'll tell you Stafford has a tendency to do the same you know Stafford favored tonight also throw an interception in this matchup and I feel like Stafford has a really tricky way of finding out how to throw pick sixes uh, <laughs> as well a defensive touchdown tonight for New Orleans I could certainly uh, be talked into but speaking of uh, Stafford Joe do you have a bet on the Rams quarterback yeah, I absolutely do. And I hear you on those interceptions out of both of these quarterbacks. I looked back um, both of these teams for the quarterbacks to throw those interceptions. Just too much juice, minus 130, minus 140. So the books know those are yeah. coming. I love your idea of looking at those pick sixes because one of these teams definitely will get it. But looking at Matt Stafford here against the defense of the Saints, I think it's going to be hard for him to move that ball consistently far down the field. I do expect a mistake to come out of the defense so you can take Matt Stafford for his longest pass over 37 and a half that coming in at minus 114 now he's been able to uh, go over this number in three of his last four and against some harder defenses than the Saints as well so I do expect that big long pass we know Cooper Cup has been phenomenal at getting open it's going to be hard in this one that's why I'm staying off um, his full passing yards over I just think that longest pass 37 and a half against his defense and I think one of the key things to getting that home is certainly Cup starting to play much better football with Stafford. You start to see that relationship blossom again. So, uh, Joe, we'll close out uh, this game here with some of the touchdown scores that you're looking for. Yeah, the top targets for both of these quarterbacks, Chris Olave here coming out for um, – for the Saints, you got to look at him because he's just the number one target for Derek Carr. We look at him, he was out last week, but he's been targeted 38 times this season by Carr, has four passing touchdowns. He's coming in at plus 220, so so much value. I do expect him to be able to get open out there. And then Cooper Cup, how can we not circle Cooper Cup? We're not getting as much value at plus 130, but Cooper Cup is really having a fantastic season. It's just an automatic for me in this game. Look, Cup is, when Cup was at his best, his touchdown scoring price was not McCaffrey level, no, really no NFL player, maybe like a prime Henry, but his his was as high as a wide receiver would get. Think Tyreek Hill, right, Joe? And again, if Cup has that consistency, I think you can certainly talk about some value there. Let's go over to the ice here. We'll start in Minnesota, the Wild against the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, again, in Minnesota, are a decent-sized favorite. Who do you trust in this matchup? Oh, you went to my favorite one first here, Kevin. I love the dog on the road here with the Montreal Canadiens. I think they have every opportunity of pulling off this win. This is a team that has won their last two, and they got a nice win, 3-2 to two versus the Jets on Monday in overtime on the road. And you're looking at a Minnesota Wild team who I just don't have as much faith in this team. They can be inconsistent out there on the ice. You also look at them. They just got off that big win versus the Bruins. That was in overtime time four to three in Boston on deck on Saturday they have the Boston Bruins again at home I think this is a look ahead situation and Montreal will capitalize they're young and scrappy and if this team goes down Kevin don't be afraid to live bet them again on that money line or when you're getting value on that puck line because this is a team that goes down and comes back in these games I love their goaltender Sam Montebute to go over his save shots on goal as well at 28 and a half I'm so glad that you transitioned to that so I didn't have to butcher his last name. 
because I wouldn't have. I'm going to leave it at that. I would have not had that down. Uh, let's talk a little Washington tonight on the road in Columbus here. Caps playing good hockey. Do you expect more of the same? Yeah, they absolutely are playing fantastic hockey. And I know a lot of people would look to fade them here on the second night of a back-to-back. -back, and it's an honest way to look at most teams on that second night, especially when they came off overtime, getting the win over the Islanders last night. I just can't do it in this situation. You look at the Washington Capitals. This is a team that actually thrives on the second night of the back-to-back. -back. It's been four or their last, or sorry, five or the last six games. They have won on that second night of a back-to-back. -back, and I think they'll get it done here tonight with Charlie Lindgren in goal and that's another thing I'm going to look at their goaltender Charlie Lindgren coming in here his save shots on goal coming in at 27 and a half I do think he can take that to the over and then we had a play on Ovechkin last night for five plus shots on goal versus the Islanders who have a Defense that really allows their goaltender to be peppered. Ovechkin was able to hit that with exactly five shots and taking another chance on him in this one versus the Columbus Blue Jackets. So Columbus Blue Jackets defense doesn't provide a lot of resistance. And I do think he will make his plus money again tonight. He's coming in at plus 150 for five plus shots on goal. I was notified by my producer, Joe, that Ovi is on a 14-game goalless streak. Uh, I guess not a streak, a drought, if you will. Longest <laughs> of his career. So, there's my Ovi every night, which uh, I'm not mad at. Uh, and then, Joe, a total here. Uh, Toronto Buffalo, one of the early starters uh, on this slate as well. What do you want to back? Oh, this game is going to be fireworks right out of the gate, and I think we see those goals coming in. Now, it's trying to find some value on this total. I do like the full game to go over it, but you're not getting any value there, Kevin. The over one and a half in the first period, same sort of thing. You're laying way too much juice. But you can look at both teams to score in the first period. That's coming in at beautiful plus 136 right now over on FanDuel, and that's where my money has to go. Both of these teams have defenses that I can't trust in, and both have those goal scorers that are able to be able to find the back of the net. Levi in net here for the Sabres, and the Toronto Maple Leafs will be starting Samson off. So those goals are coming in. I kind of want to take the Sabres here on the money line to get the women at home. I think they could do it in this one off that last game. They've lost their last two. They got embarrassed last time out. I think they might I'd be barking a little bit in this one, Kevin. All right, fair enough. I, let me just sneak this in, uh, Joe. I, I know that maybe you're not on the game, but I see Tampa Bay and Vegas. Obviously, those are pedigree teams. Uh, and if, if you just look at it on the surface, right, the line suggests the Lightning at home are, are trustworthy. Would you agree with that? Uh, you know what? I think they're trustworthy, but only in that first period. You look at Vegas, they're off that loss in their last game. They got embarrassed in that one as well. They did fight to come back. And I do think the Tampa Bay Lightning are a team that I don't trust on the road as much as I do at home. And I think this is a nice opportunity for them to go up fast in that first period. You can take them on the puck line in the first period, laying the half a goal, and you're getting plus money there for the full game, Kevin. I'm nervous about this one because Vegas, they, they want this win off a loss. They're a dangerous team off a loss. Interesting. Maybe maybe back a total there. Six and a half. Get excited. I was telling Joe before we got going. I've, been, I've just been dabbling with the hockey. I can't help myself. I'm trying to add up a little bit more. Maybe Blues Panthers had something to it. Joe, great stuff as always. We appreciate it. Uh, best of luck with all the plays tonight. Thanks, Kevin. And I'm with you. The St. Louis Blues could get the win on the road. So best of luck tonight ah. as well. All right, keep your eyes on all of that there. We're in a break on Game Time Decisions. Joe Ranieri is up uh, next in what, for me, is the most anticipated Joe Ranieri Thursday night breakdown ever because the game looks like it could be fun. We'll see if he ruins it next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> 
that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back. Game time <laughs> decisions right here on Sports Grid. Joe Ranieri. How are you, man? How you feeling? I, you know, I've never wished I was nowhere near where you're at right now like I do. Uh, it is a pleasure to be with you here, Walsh. I kind of wish I was in studio mm-hmm. with you right now, honestly, yeah. because it sounds like things are running swimmingly. Uh, they top are. Top-notch crew, and you've got no the A-team behind the scenes, from what I understand. No, let me tell you, man. The, the, the personalities are out in full effect tonight. Uh, they are. I got to tell you, though, Joe, I don't know if you heard my little uh, tease to the break last mm-hmm. segment, but this is, without a doubt, the best Thursday night game on mm-hmm. the surface I have ever yep. talked to you about. My anticipation for what you expect has never been higher. Saints mm-hmm. Rams, four, four and a half point line, 45, 44, uh, 45 and a half over under. What are you expecting, Derek Carr, Matt Stafford? Uh, so, listen, I, I love the fact it only took us 15 uh, weeks to be able to get to a Thursday night game <laughs> that actually has any juice. Uh, but, you know, this is kind of, and, and it's interesting because New Orleans, win or lose this game, really their season is culminating next week when they take on Tampa, right? Because Tampa owns all the the head-to-head. So the Rams aren't quite as desperate, I think, as uh, or the Saints, rather, aren't quite as desperate as the Rams are here tonight. The Rams know what the deal is. You got to keep winning games here. You you still kind of control your own destiny here, while the Saints, the biggest game of their season's next week against Tampa. Having said that, you tell me why this line has been at four and has not moved anywhere here, Walsh. This thing is not moving at all, and yet the public is running to the window to bet the Rams. Somebody is betting New Orleans as a dog. It ain't me, but somebody, there is obviously a lot of very big money backing the Saints for this thing not to have moved to four and a half, five at this particular point. You know, I got, I, I don't know, because it's just a lot of busyness, but I got to tell you, I got to tell you, though, Rainier, I don't know if you, they had me hook, line, and sinker dead down that one, and they come back right there. I mean, listen. Of course. We'll, we'll of find course. it. We'll find it. Mm-hmm. So, but schedule, you and I didn't get to do every single Thursday, but I felt like mm-hmm. the beginning of the year, there was a lot of garbage teams that were getting yeah. numbers, and it was like, we, and I feel like we both knew, like, this sucks that we're betting Daniel Jones again, but we have to, right? And I got off of it for a while. I don't know about you, but it didn't hit me until you, you just did all that to realize that I'm back. Like, I'm on mm-hmm. the Saints, and when Derek Carr does throw his second pick tonight, I'm like, ah, it's all right. It's, yes. It was the right bet to make. But yes. I, I, I will say, and this is not usually, Joe, how I love to go up. There's other factors. Mm-hmm. I've not heard. I've been here all. I've been here all day in the studio. Not a single person's come up to me once and said I like New Orleans. Not one. Yeah. I can't find uh, them. They don't uh, exist. Well, let me ask you so, this. Well, we'll just run down the check mark here, quick. Who's got the better quarterback? Rams. Who's got the better head coach? Rams. Okay. So, and who's who's the home team? Who who is who is in better shape right now? Who's in better form yeah. right now? The Rams are so then you understand why people are going, give me oh, the yeah. Rams. But I don't even forget all of that. I think it just comes down to a simple point. You have to trust which, which one of these quarterbacks is going to lead their team when they need it the most. What team do you have the most faith in? I don't care about all the rest, the angles, everything else like that. To me, 
This simply comes down, am I trusting Derek Carr? And yeah. who in, in his career in spots like this has shown up very small. Or the guy that I, has a ring yeah. on his finger finally with the same head coach that got him that ring in a spot to kind of mm -hmm. shock the world. Their win total was, what, what, four and a half this year? Oh, yeah. The, you know, it's so bizarre because I was, I was constantly selling people on, like, Stafford and McVay are being counted out a bit too much. But even Crazy. I then bought it. I was like, this defense might give up 50 a game. And it's been good enough to prevent that. My only, I guess, thing I would say, though, and I know it's the Giants and the Panthers, Joe, Right. They, the Saints have won their last two games, 52-12. Correct. And I don't think any – and nobody seems to care about that slightly. I also think the Rams are getting, like, the Buffalo Bills bump. Remember when the Bills lost to the Chiefs in overtime in yes. the playoffs? We were like, I mean, Buffalo basically should have won the Super Bowl. Like, the Rams yep. lost to the Ravens, and it's like, I mean, are they the hottest team in the NFL? The answer is no. They are nope. playing well. I'm not saying that they're not playing well, but nope. I don't think they're the hottest team on earth. Uh, let me take you then from what feels like a good game then to probably a trash game because it's a bowl game uh, in the big, you know, in the beginning of bowl season, the Boca Raton Bowl. I mean, are you jumping off there and going to this thing? Can you get down to watch a little cute uh, South Florida? I, I might be. I, I think they, yeah, no, I'm, I'm allowed in Boca Raton now. I think that time has passed. So uh, oh, yeah. they will let me back in on the FAU campus, I believe, uh, and to watch this game. But I will absolutely not be attending this game. Uh, I have been to a few before, but I can tell you right now, in and around town here, Big Syracuse backing in town right now. And, of course, you know, South Florida in Tampa, they, they seem to have traveled. The place is packed, so I will give these two teams credit. They have certainly brought their fans. Having said that, this game's going to suck. Uh, there's really no way around it. Uh, this game is going to be absolutely hard. I mean, the fans are great. Uh, it, you know, both teams will have certainly uh, people cheering for them. I went with the under in this game simply because there's a lot of wind out there. Not like they're going to throw the ball a lot anyway. But Syracuse yeah. is going to roll out there with this wishbone and wildcat and there is nothing South Florida defensively is going to be able to do to stop it. So I think they're basically going to hold on to the ball, running as much as they want. And I just don't think the conditions are conducive to scoring 60 points. The total's been coming down from, what, 58 and a half? It's down to 55 and a half. And I agree with it because you're not throwing. You are going to be running the ball in neither defense. Well, I shouldn't say neither. South Florida's defense is not going to be able to stop the running game of Syracuse. Yeah, I, I look forward um, to seeing the final score of the game. I was going to say mm. watching that play out, that's a lie. Won't watch it. We're, no. the, but I look forward to seeing what the final score yes. looks like. I think the under makes a lot I'll of sense. Watch I'll the stick in the kickoff. That's it. It was like a ceremonial <laughs> tune in and then immediately change the channel. Exactly. Uh, I, I like that. Let's stick on the college side here, college basketball. Did you bet any Kentucky Louisville tonight? I have two player props going. Uh, I think my guys are a combined uh, 0 for 1 for 0 points yes. in the first half right now, which is awesome. Ooh. Loving, I'm loving yes. it. I'm having a great, I'm having a great time, Joe. Mm. Any Kentucky Louisville for you? Well, I, I will tell you this. Um, I did think this might not be a bad game to jump in live or in the second half if Louisville could at least keep pace early on. And they've done a pretty good job of that. I still think they're, it's, they're about three minutes left here. They're only down eight. But they are going toe-to-toe -to -toe with Kentucky. I think if we keep this thing under double digits, I, uh, I think Kentucky in the second half to pull away by a million is not a bad look. Yeah, I, I thought pregame, and I didn't grab it. I, th I thought Louisville could hang around a bit, and they, they got are. out. I know it's right, but they got out to like a little 5-1 five, like five one start, right? Yep. And then all of a sudden you turn away, and it's, oh, it's tied, and then you turn away, and it's 10, and it's like, oh, boy, all right, here we, you know? Yep. That's kind of the, the thing for the cards. They really are an embarrassment for what is a, a very 
Well, what proud was. program. Yeah, what yeah, was. that's Oof. yeah, it's not that's great. Embarrassing. I have a I have a big picture college basketball question for you, Ranieri. I don't know if you mm. followed, but I feel like the answer is usually yes. Alabama hoops at all this year. I've yes. never seen a team like this early season. They are, at least before the loss last night, I think they were eighth on Ken Palm. They, they, they fell all the way down to nine. They are a 6-5 yep. team. It feels yep. like every night they play a top-10 team with a first-half lead and manage to lose. I, it's one of these weird things where there's a part of my brain that's like, are they going to miss the tournament? But I know they're pretty good. I, I don't know what to do with this Alabama team with these early results. Uh, well, don't do anything because they, listen, Nate Oates, this isn't his first rodeo here. He's got an extremely yeah. talented offensive team. They're top 10 offensively efficient here in the country. The problem they have had is three-point shooting and defense. Uh, and that's yeah. a big problem here. But that... You know, defense, you're not going to be able to coach. It, it's a matter of getting your team in a position to be able to want to do it. Nate Oates, as much as we give him credit for running up tempo and having these great offensive teams, you know, the most underrated part about Nate Oates' teams is they always brought defense. They were able yep. to shut you down when they needed to. We didn't see that, although both Arizona and Alabama, I mean, if you sort of started that game last night, they couldn't hit water if they fell out of a boat. They were both one of 15 to start the game. Uh, it wasn't as high scoring as we thought it was going to be because of how poor the shooting was. But, you know, it was a neutral site location. It wasn't a home court. I do think both those teams last night that you saw, Arizona and Alabama, Arizona had a little hype that kind of been brought back down to earth by Purdue mm -hmm. here a little bit, but I have no doubt yeah. that Alabama come February will be having a totally different conversation about Nate Oates and uh, the Crimson Tide. I, I don't, I don't disagree one bit. I think it was really interesting. And look, I not, not, you know, the, the way a broadcast the takes. So, Right, they're gonna have a lot. Of, they're gonna have plenty of chances to grab a couple yep. of good wins and beat up on some back end, right? But man, yep. the, the, it was a. I think they were up to shooting at the time. I think they were literally 0 for 16, maybe from three. Awful. And the it broadcast was, was like, "Man, Bama's lucky they're not getting killed." I'm like, "What? Are they the best team in the history of basketball?" They're in Phoenix playing Arizona 0 for 16 yeah. from three. It, it, yes. The only thing that is that has worried me a bit is sometimes these high mid-major kids that that come up and they're like, they're going to be awesome. Grant Nelson has not been as good as they wanted, but mm -mm. he's also getting a hell of a test early, yep. early season. But again, we'll we'll see how it plays out for them. Any NBA bets for you tonight at all, Joe? So, yeah, I think there's some great games here tonight. Um, the Pacers and Memphis, I think, is going to be a very interesting game to watch. I do have Memphis in this game. Don't forget, John Morant's, uh, you know, his coming out party was in New Orleans last game. Mm -hmm. That place is going to be, oh, that place is going to be rocking. But also, don't forget, Memphis plays defense. Top 10 defensive efficient team in transition basketball. Indiana doesn't. So yep. Memphis first half for me to have the lead going into the break. I think you will get tonight one of, if not the best atmospheres of an NBA oh, game huge. all year long. Yep. The fact, and it, it actually worked better that he came back, did what he mm -hmm. did. That yep. crowd is going to be incredible. There's no value Crazy. on job props, but if you don't no. care about that stuff, he's probably going to be in the mid to high 30s in that game. Ranieri, great stuff as always. We'll close out game time next. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America.
Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Closing it out right here on Game Time Decisions. I'm Kevin Walsh. Coming up next, though, is Pro Football Today. I'll be joined by Donnie Wrightside and Joe Lisi live and in person to break down Rams Saints. Love this game tonight. Huge one in the NFC playoff race. I know both of these guys excited to break it down, so make sure you stick right here. We're live at the top of the hour with your Thursday night football breakdown. But if you also want some Thursday night college football, Boca Raton Bowl, get excited about it. Syracuse, we're going to lay the three points here tonight. Uh, this, along with it feels like a number of games uh, these days, I find myself betting Joe Lisi style. Everybody loves South Florida. The 6-6 six six South Florida Bulls. Byron Brown rushing past. Stop. Syracuse 4-1-1 one one against the spread this season as a favorite. Did they fall apart in ACC play when the schedule picked up? Yes, that's what Dino Babers does every year. He's fired anyway. I know they're missing Garrett Schrader. I know they're missing, you know, the second string. No, but I don't care about that. They will run the ball. LaQuint Allen's rush prop tonight's a buck 30 and a half here. And I don't expect an, a, enough from this South Florida offense that is missing multiple offensive linemen heading into this game. The fact that this fell down to the three, I'm going to lay up with Syracuse in this spot. NBA bets, if you're looking for them, we've got three. D'Angelo Russell, over 26 and a half PRA, points, rebounds, and assists with a step-up spot here. Awful against the Chicago Bulls. Against his old team in Minnesota, no LeBron this season. He's had double-digit assists in both games without LeBron. Last season, he averaged over 20 points per game when LeBron was out. It's a prime D-low bounce-back spot here against the Timberwolves. Paolo Bancaro, prime bounce-back spot, coming off a 2-for-12 shooting night against Miami. Goes to Milwaukee and gets over 32.5 points, rebounds, and assists. A team he already had 28-12-5 against. And then... Tyrese Halliburton in a you-don't-get-to-make-a-statement game, I-make-a-statement-game-statement game game from Halliburton over 41.5 points, rebounds, and assists. Averages 45 PRA on the road. Has been dominant on the second leg of back-to-backs, and he takes the John Morant matchup personal. That's game time decisions. See you on Pro Football today next. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.